Hi, filmmakers. Welcome to Film Making Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. My name is Jason Brubaker. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd love to welcome you to the show. I remember it clearly. Before we made our first feature, we were on the festival circuit with our short film, Earl's Your Uncle. Now, we shot this thing old school style in 16 millimeter black and white, and the movie was weird. We got invited to screen at the Century City Film Festival. And after the screening, our team got invited to go to the awards show on the Fox lot. Now, I distinctly remember the excitement as we drove past the gate. This was the first time I ever got invited on a studio lot, and it felt awesome. And as we entered the venue, people kept coming up to us and shaking our hands and saying stuff like, you're the ones who did Earl's Your Uncle. Yeah, that's us. We had no idea at the time that we were going to win the award for the best non-traditional short film, but we certainly did win it. And I can still remember walking on a stage with flash bulbs blinding me with my own little dose of Hollywood awesomeness. Have you experienced this yet? Getting into a festival is awesome. Screening your movie is awesome. But winning an award? That is a totally awesome feeling. Even if it's with a small film festival that most people have never heard of. And just because what I'm describing was a small win, it did not diminish the idea that I can come up with some other bigger, bigger, bigger projects. So I remember getting on the phone and I was calling every industry contact that I knew. And do you know what most of the people said to me? They were like, good for you. Let me know when you make a feature. Now, is it just me or isn't the whole point of making a short so that you can get somebody else to help you make a feature film? Wasn't that the reason I was calling these people in the first place? Anyway, what I'm describing to you is a catch-22 and it's crazy. I'm serious. I mean, haven't you heard over and over again that you should use a short film as your quote-unquote calling card so that you can get your feature made? Well, if you still subscribe to that advice, I'm just going to tell you right now that it's complete hogwash. Only a small minority of filmmakers end up with big studio deals after making a short film. Most filmmakers do not. And if you remember in our last conversation, I was telling you about my friend, uh, you know, the one that had the million-dollar investor, the excuseaholic. Um, those type of people like him, they're very much in the minority. Let me ask you another question. Do you know what happens to most filmmakers who have a short film and tons of ambition? Most short filmmakers travel the festival circuit and they pitch their movie to, guess what? I'm going to give you a hint. Actually, I'm just going to tell you. Other filmmakers. That's right. A lot of, um, a lot of uh, film festivals are populated by other filmmakers. That means um, that you know, there's no producer people showing up to offer you a gazillion dollars. There's no golden ticket to Hollywood. But you do get something for your work. You get a festival laurel and a pocket full of postcards from other filmmakers who are disappointed that you were not some rich guy ready to write a check to them. And I'm sure if you've been in the festival circuit, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Have you had this experience with your own short films? Are you interested in making a feature? Now, I'm not saying the short films are bad. They're not. But you just need to manage your expectations. In fact, if you never made a short film, then you must do this before you make a feature. I'm serious. 
Making a short will teach you a ton about the filmmaking process. Traveling the festival circuit with a short film is going to be one of the best experiences you'll ever have as a filmmaker. But making a short film will not get your feature film made, at least not magically. When I first realized this, I got, you know, frankly, I got a little bit discouraged. To add to the insult, people around me started making their first features, and I couldn't figure out how they were able to do it. How were these other filmmakers able to make what seemed, what was, at the time, felt very impossible? They were making it very much possible. And I'm going to tell you a a really funny story about the first time we screened our first feature film, but I'm going to save that for later. Anyway... Everything that I'm talking about right here, you know, it it can really amplify the self-doubt. There's people out there making crappy movies. And as I'm watching this happen, I actually had a feeling like I'd never get to join the feature filmmaker club. I, again, had a lot of self-doubt. And after all the film festival excitement died down, I started to really wonder if I'd ever make a movie. I don't know about you, but I can be incredibly hard on myself. I don't need other people to be hard on me. I'm already really hard on myself. And I had this image where I would end up in a retirement home, like just just old, right? Like too old to move, just sitting there in a wheelchair. It's, it's, awful. it's kind of a really awful thought. Um, and I, I thought that my life would be full of regret. Why didn't I make a feature film? <laughs> I don't know if you're hard on yourself, but if you are, you've probably had thoughts like this, you know. Um, Here's something to picture. You're laying in bed. It's 3 a.m. and you've just checked your phone for the 13th time in the night to see if anybody emailed or texted. And guess what? Nobody reached out to you except maybe me. If you're on my email list, odds are good you got an email from me. Uh, because I probably email you like every day. Uh, and you, you're laying there and you know the sun's just going to come up here in a few hours. And you're just, you're terrified. You know, there's a rational part of your mind. It's telling you not to worry. Everything's going to be okay. It's all going to work out. It always does. You've, you've, I'm sure you've heard this stuff. And you know, on some level, what I just described there, it, it's true. Most things in life really do work out. And yet, for whatever reason, you're still filled with this irrational fear about your future of unknowns. Are you ever going to find a way to make your movie dreams happen? Are you ever going to get that movie made, that feature film? And I totally know the feeling. At my lowest point, I even thought about quitting the whole movie thing. Um, And that's actually a sound plan for some people. There are tons of easier things to do in life rather than trying to make a living making movies. And the funny thing is, you know, if you add to this, most people that live in Hollywood will never make a feature film. They just won't. And the reason for it's pretty simple. If you go out and, you you know, there's a lot of people out there spouting all sorts of filmmaking information that have never made a feature film, by the way, and they pretend that they have or that they've been working in the industry and they haven't been or whatever. All of that stuff aside, most of those other people out there are telling you that you need to get foreign pre-sales, A-list talent, and a domestic distributor before you even think about making a feature. And I think that's true to a point. I mean, I obviously, you know, my day job is working in film distribution. I help filmmakers market and sell their movies all the time. Um, And it's really, you know, life gets a little bit easier when when you have some of these things lined up for yourself. Um, 
but you know when you when you look at it when you when you're still making shorts and you haven't quite made a feature and you got people out there telling you like all the things you need in order to do it it really screws you up a little bit because you could sit around for years just naming all the excuses all the reasons why you can't make a feature film uh, and then you just never get one done and you know back when we were making shorts my my team and I we got really depressed a little bit so you know, one day we just decided to ignore all the conventional movie making stuff out there. Um, and we started thinking a different way. You know, and I want to give you like a little bit of homework. If you do nothing else, you know, after listening to this podcast, I suggest you just take out a piece of paper and answer the following question. And this is the one question that changed my filmmaking fundamentally. Um, given the resources that you have right now, What is the movie that you can make this year? I'm going to ask this again because this one question, it fundamentally fundamentally changed everything for me. Given the resources that you have right now, what is the movie that you can make this year? Keep repeating that question over and over and over until it makes sense for you. And then honestly take time to answer it. You don't want to have any sort of excuseaholic mentality. You just want to answer that question in the most honest way that you can. If you've never made a short, well, then you know what you got to do next. Making a short is your focus. And if you are past the shorts, if you've already made so many shorts that your head just spins and you don't want to make any more shorts and you want to make a feature film, well, then that is your focus. You know, there's tons of people out there that can tell you all day long the reasons why you can't make a movie. You need to have a million dollars. You need five million dollars. But I'm here to tell you something different. You can make a movie. I believe that you're much more crafty and creative than 99% of the excuseaholics out there. And I believe that with the right dose of creativity, you can do some pretty wonderful things. Now, obviously, you don't want to stretch yourself to the point that it gets unsafe. You always want to have a safe set. Um, I just think that that stuff's obvious but I want to tell you that now you never want to compromise safety in the in you know just to get something done but that said what is it that you can do given the resources that you have right now what is the movie that you can make this year you know I think the world is absolutely waiting for your work and since the last time we talked a few days have gone by what have you done in that time are you still making excuses or are you taking action Um, and you know, that's what I have for you today. I I don't want to overcomplicate this. Given the resources that you have right now, what is the movie that you can make this year? Um, some of you are going to say like, well, I got to raise some money, Jason. I want to, I need to buy, you know, uh, some equipment. I want to get some insurance, all that kind of stuff. Okay. That makes absolute sense to me. And if you're not quite sure how to raise money for a movie the other day that I would tell you about Tom Malloy and, and how he was able to raise $25 million to make his feature film, Tom and I got together. We created something called the Film Finance Guide, which is available at filmfinanceguide.com. Um, it's a whole bunch, it's a membership where you get a username and a password. And when you're on the inside, you get all sorts of different modules. He put it together in like a seven step system that teaches you from start to finish how to raise money for your movies. Um, we also threw in a few bonuses for extra measure. You'll have to read the website for more. Uh, if you, if you're interested in that sort of thing, please visit 
filmfinanceguide.com. And as always, if you have questions, shoot me an email, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. I love doing these podcasts. I really hope they're helpful for you. Um, Until next time, take action and make your movie now.